Recently, there was an article on the Washington Post. It was titled, Young Voters Are Not Interested in the Institutions Biden Needs. Now, I was kind of curious because one of the things that we've been seeing over the last several weeks, months, what have you, are these various polls. And I follow a, a handful of people on YouTube that have basically dissected and torn these these polls apart, especially those that have a tendency to show where where Trump is either slightly edging or significantly edging out Biden. And the thing you need to keep in mind is we are a year out, a little less than a year out to the 2024 election. And these polls predominantly are meaningless. And the thing that aggravates me about these polls is it's almost a form of misinformation, misinformation, disinformation, whatever you want to call it, because it it gives this potentially it gives this sense of, well, this is where we are and there's nothing that we can do to change it. So let's not even bother. And that's disturbing because I, I don't I don't think any of us have any doubt, barring some intervention from the universe or divine intervention, however you want to say it, you know, I'm not religious, that this contest is is pretty much going to wind up being a 2020 redo, Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Now, if we get lucky, Trump is knocked out of the race. Now, I understand that that That's saddled with its own litany of other issues, primarily the fact that if he is knocked out of running for the president of the United States again, not that he's been knocked out before, but he he cannot run again, then there's going to be the MAGA crowd that is going to lose their ever fucking minds. They're going to go apeshit crazy because they think that their their demigod— their 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 golden Jesus was done dirty. That the deep state took him down, and we'll probably have some violence. I do get that. It's unfortunate that we do have a collection of people in the United States that are so intellectually inept that they believe every fucking thing that comes out of this motherfucker's mouth. But these polls are just infuriating because they don't mean anything, but they potentially can do a lot of damage. Because if you already have someone sitting on the fence, and honestly, I don't understand how you can be sitting on the fence between Trump and Biden. Look, Biden is not the the best presidential candidate. He's He is the incumbent, of course. But he is not the very best that we could do as Democrats and independents. But he is what we have. And as compared to the alternative, it's no contest. I mean, look at it this way. If you want to head toward living in a dystopian authoritarian dictatorship that could potentially become very much akin to the 1930s and 40s Germany, then by all means, choose your orange Jesus and get on with your life because that's exactly what is going to happen. He's already told us what he will do if he gets back in office. Democracy as we know it, and and I'm not being pedantic. I'm not being chicken little. 
the sky is falling. I'm being serious. We have never seen a candidate as dangerous to the underlying democracy of this great nation like we have in Donald Trump. Never. He is dangerous. I am not the only one saying that. Even his former aides are saying this man should not be in the Oval Office, period. He should not have this power. This man should not be that close to the nuclear button. This particular poll, in a summary, says that there's a shift in young voter support away from Biden, which is highlighted in recent polls favoring Trump within the margin of error among voters under 35. Now, I know a handful of voters under 35, and I can guarantee you they would not vote for Trump. Part of the reasoning is a decline in institutional loyalty among these younger generations, along with an overlap between the independent political affiliations and the younger voting bloc. They're skeptical of institutions, political parties, religion, marriage, labor unions. They just don't, they don't trust these institutions anymore. Or maybe they never did. And this particular voting block seems to be, again, they skew younger, they're more diverse, and they are independent-minded, which I like. I think that's good. The Republicans have honestly been scared of the younger crowd voting because your younger voting block has a tendency to vote center-line to more left. They have been responsible for a lot of the upsets that the Republicans have seen. But for whatever reason, they're no longer, they, they just really don't have a strong loyalty to party affiliations. And I, and I kind of get that. It's unfortunate that we are still dealing with a two-party system. I personally want to abolish just all the parties. I don't want a left. I don't want a right. I don't want a Democratic Party. I don't want a Republican Party. I don't want parties at all. I want individuals. It should not matter which group of people which label you slap your ass with when it comes to how you want to lead the country, how you want to shape the country for yourself, your fellow Americans, your children, your grandchildren, and on and on. It's the reason why I, I say do away with the parties completely. Come up with a system where you get your butt on the ballot. Doesn't matter if you're more conservative or if you're more liberal. That can come out in your in your ads, it can come out in the dumbass debates if you want to, which I think debates are pointless. But all of that can come out during your campaign, and you can still have the same state-by-state state voting. But instead of us going to the polls, and we either check Republican or we check Democratic in most states, and we vote down that line, we just vote for the best candidate. And you can still have your presidential candidates and their running mates, so that you have a president and a vice president. But I digress. That's not going to change anytime soon, unfortunately. But this poll, and I mean, even the poll acknowledges that it's early in the electoral cycle, which again is part of my complaint. We should not be doing these damn polls at all, especially when we're so far out from the actual election. Wait until about three months I'd even go maybe six months, but I think three months is better. And then again, don't put, even then, don't put your stock in these damn polls. I feel like they're all flawed. I mean, 2022, they thought they were going to have a red wave based on polling and, and, and all of this stuff. And it, 
It didn't happen. The recent elections that we had where Ohio enshrined a woman's right to bodily autonomy in the Constitution, Republicans did everything they could in that state to confuse the issue, to fight back, and they lost. And it was like a slap in the forehead. They, they couldn't believe it. The polling is inaccurate, but the average person in the United States that doesn't really take the time, nor maybe they have the time, I don't know, but they don't really do any deep dive or investigations into these polls. They look at these things, and it, like I said, if they're already on the fence and then they see a poll like this, and let's say they're, they're part of the younger voting bloc, and they see a poll like this and they're like, well, I might as well just not vote because they don't necessarily, let's say they don't want to vote for Trump, but it looks like he's going to wind up winning anyway, so what's the point? Why put yourself through the hassle, right? Because it's important. It is so important. This is what's sad. It seems like every couple of years, especially the last three presidential elections, it's like this is the most important election we've ever had in the history of the country. And then the next presidential election, this is the most important presidential election we've ever had. That was 2020. And again, in 2024, this is the most important presidential election in the history of the United States of America. We're not only going to the polls next November to select who will who will guide this country, but we're literally voting for the soul of the country. We are literally voting for the future of the United States of America. And if you do not vote and vote Democratic, our country will have no future. Our children and grandchildren will have no future that resembles anything like what we have enjoyed as being a citizen of the United States of America. They will come to understand what the fictional world of Gilead actually feels like. And again, I know you probably think I'm being hyperbolic. I am not. I am being serious. Too many times over the last 20 to 25 years, I have seen these things crop up and I've either characterized it or labeled it as a conspiracy theory, or that is just so far-fetched that it can't happen. And time and time and time again, I have been proven wrong. I never in a million years would have thought that the American people would have put that dumbass Donald J. Trump in the highest office in the land, not to mention the most powerful leader of a free nation in the world in 2016. Never would have thought it, but it happened. And you see what came of it. You're going to have your folks out there, your your MAGA loyalist your cult, that are going to try their damnedest to espouse all of the good things that Trump did. Name one. Name one. Any and everything that Trump did, Trump did for his own benefit. He doesn't give a shit about you. He doesn't give a shit about the country. All he cares about is what you can do for him and how you and the office of the President of the United States can line his pockets. That's it. He's a grifter. He's a con artist. He is a liar. How many thousands of lies 
were cataloged during his four years as the president of the United States. I forget, 60-something thousand? I mean, it, it was an astronomical number, but I never thought he would make it. Even his political opponents in the Republican Party at that point in time said, and I'm paraphrasing, if he became the nominee and he became the president of the United States, it, it was essentially the end of the country and the Republicans should own it. And what happened? He became the president of the United States. And whether you agree or disagree, I don't give a shit. He damn near destroyed the country with the way he did not understand, nor did he care, how to handle a crisis like COVID. He is a toddler in a grown man's body. He doesn't understand government. He doesn't care to understand government. And I would go so far as to say the man seems to be illiterate. We all know he doesn't read, but if the general population of, of the United States continues to listen to these boneheaded polls that show that Trump is either edging out by a margin of error or several points ahead over Biden, and people just give up, I, I'm telling you, again, I'm not being hyperbolic. Disaster is just around the corner. You may not like or agree with everything that Biden does. I don't. I have never agreed with everything a president does. That's the point. I don't agree with everything my family does. They don't agree with everything that I do. It's called compromise. You take a little bit of the bad with the good. The problem is, when it comes to Trump, there is no good. It's all bad. So heed this warning. And, I, and I'm not saying this as a threat. I'm just saying this as an overall ideology. He needs to be stopped. Legally, he needs to be stopped. In his myriad of lawsuits, he needs to be found guilty. He needs to be taken off the board when it comes to being able to run for the president of the United States. They recently had the ruling in Colorado where the judge literally said, and this was where they were, they were talking about taking him off the ballot because of violating the 14th Amendment. The judge literally said he was guilty of insurrection, but, and I don't understand where this judge got this from, he claimed the president could not be taken out or fall up under, I should say, the 14th Amendment because of the president is not an, an office as characterized in the 14th Amendment. Literally, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, no person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States, or as a member of any state legislature, or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. And the judge's key point here is an officer of the United States. Because I will I will give you this. It does not say president. It says or elector of president and vice president. However, if we call the president's office an office, he is an officer 
of the United States. He happens to be the highest officer of the United States. Just like a CEO of a company, he is the highest. He is the commander-in-chief. You don't get any higher than the president of the United States in the executive branch. So I'm not the only one that disagrees with the judge in Colorado, and I believe it's it's uh, it's been appealed. It's going to continue to move on up. It's going to be interesting if it does make its way up to the Supreme Court, because that one is going to be uh, many of us will be on pins and needles because who knows which way that damn court will lean when it comes to this. They've they've made some really terrible rulings. Roe v. Wade. They've made some. Ah, Scratch your head, didn't realize they were going to go that route, rulings. So there's no telling what would happen if if and when this makes it up there. But my argument is going to be that the president of the United States, just like the vice president of the United States, is characterized as an officer of the United States. So in summary, ignore the polls. Just ignore the polls. It's too early. They're ineffectual anyway. Even as we get closer, they're not a, 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 a true, accurate representation of the mindset of the voters. And we are in a serious, serious battle for the heart and soul and future of our way of life. And the other side will say that that's the same, but no, it's not. They want to take away your way of life and replace it with their approved, approved by them, way of life. And the only way that we're going to be able to stop this nonsense from happening is to stop Trump from becoming president again, get out and vote in every election from local to state on up and put level-headed intelligent, conscientious people into those positions. And I hate to say it, but 99% of the time, it's got to be a Democrat or an independent, not a Republican, because the Republican Party is now has been corrupted. It is now the MAGA party, and they are not doing a damn thing to stop the clown car of their party with the commander-in-chief biggest red-nosed son-of-a-bitch clown sitting on top of the car, driving it right off the cliff. But that's my opinion. I'd love to hear yours. You can email me. The email address is show at donovanadkissin.com. If you'd like to leave a voicemail or you can send a text, that number is 762-325-1313. Again, that's 762-325-1313. Keep it bit brief, less than two minutes. And If you want to scream and call me names, that's fine, too. It's not going to hurt my feelings whatsoever. But again, voicemail or text, 762-325-1313, or you can email the show. That email address is show at donovanadkissen.com. So thank you for listening. Heed what I'm trying to tell you.